Hi, and welcome to today's episode of The Property Pod. My name's Libby, and today I'm joined by Richard from Clear Idea Finance, based here in Ipswich, and he is the director, and we're going to speak about commercial finance. So welcome to The Property Pod. Thank you so much for coming on. Um, Tell me a bit about uh, Clear Idea Finance and what you guys do. Thank you, Libby. It's a pleasure to be here with you today. Uh, I'm a banking and finance guy. My whole career has been in banking. I worked for Barclays Bank for 12 years. Uh, I was a director of Barclays Capital, which is now Barclays Investment Bank, for nearly 10 years in Hong Kong and London. Um, I spent more than 15 years living in Asia, um, and then I came back to the UK with my family three years ago in 2019. Um, I wanted to use all of that banking experience and do something here locally in Suffolk. Um, I'm very much an East Anglian boy. I grew up in Essex. I went to school here in Ipswich and I went to university in Cambridge. Um, And so Clear Idea Finance was born in 2020 during the dark days of the pandemic. Um, My aim with the business was to help business owners, entrepreneurs, property investors and property developers find the finance that they need to grow their business or finance their next project. Um, Many of our clients are property investors, although we do all kinds of commercial finance. Um, Property is a big part of that. Um, Our clients may be professional buy-to-let investors with a large portfolio of investment properties. They may be property developers looking for a new build project. They may be looking to convert um, a commercial or a retail property uh, into residential, which is something we've seen a lot of um, recently and, and are still seeing. Um, we're also active in acquisition finance, M&A, uh, where individuals or businesses are looking to acquire another company, perhaps a competitor, um, and we help buyers of businesses find the finance um, to help them make those acquisitions. Um, We work closely with professional services firms such as yourselves, um, solicitors, accountants, uh, financial advisors, IFA firms, anybody that might have clients that from time to time may need help with commercial finance. Um, They might want to um, buy a property. They might want to buy their premises. They may want to replace a fleet of vehicles. They may um, want to uh, raise finance to buy some new equipment or machinery. So whatever the situation, whatever the finance uh, a client is looking for, Clear Idea Finance um, can hopefully help um, the business owner, the client, find the finance that they need. That's great. And um, many businesses have clearly been through a very difficult time over the last two years. What level level of demand are you seeing for businesses for commercial finance? Yes, it's clearly been a very tough time. And I take my hat off to any entrepreneur and business owner um, who's made it through the past couple of years and navigated their way through, let's face it, what's been one of the most challenging times Mm. in virtually all of our lifetimes. Um, Look, running a business is really difficult. And I think it's a testament to um, the grit and determination of entrepreneurs, their persistence, their perseverance, um, that they've made it through what's been a really difficult period. Um, And through it all, the demand for commercial finance has remained high. Um, The government, of course, did 
introduce various loan schemes to help um, soften the blow for businesses. Um, it introduced the C-bills uh, or Sibyls, as it's sometimes known, the corona- Coronavirus Business Interruption Loan Scheme, mm. bit of a mouthful, yeah. um, the Bounce Back Loan Scheme, uh, and then that they were both superseded by the Recovery Loan Scheme. And they were, despite some challenges, they have been hugely popular and relatively successful, uh, I think, in all across all of the government loan schemes, um, something like £79 billion pounds, um, mm. of loans were were given to 1.7 million businesses across the country. So it's huge, hugely impactful. Um, nevertheless, um, ensuring access to business finance is one of the biggest challenges that business owners face. Um, and so despite the 80 billion uh, of government loans. And despite um, everything that the government's tried to do, the need among businesses for commercial finance has never gone away. Um, It's ongoing, it's constant. And certainly, you know, from from our perspective at Clear Idea, um, we're very busy with new inquiries all the time. Mm. Okay, great. And what different options are there available for commercial finance? Well, there are many. As anybody who has ever tried to raise finance um, for a business or for commercial purposes knows, it can be really difficult. Um, If you ask business owners what things keep them awake at night, what are their biggest challenges that they face, you'll often hear the reply, making sure we have access to finance when we need it. Mm. Um, And I think... If we look at the evolution of commercial finance and banking generally over the past 20 years or so, um, one of the clear trends is that the market has become incredibly fragmented. Um, not that long ago, probably when I started my banking career in the, in the 90s, last century, um, if business owners wanted to raise money, they'd typically start with their bank, with their main bank. Um, They'd pick up the phone to their bank manager. They might pop into the local branch uh, and speak to the the bank manager or a commercial uh, banking person. Um, That branch-based banking system has entirely been swept away over the last 20 years. Um, I've been back in the UK for three years. I think I've been into a bank branch twice in three years. And I'm sure, you know, everyone can relate to that. Mm. Um, how many of us have a dedicated relationship manager that we know we can pick up the phone to uh, or pop in and see um, who actually understands our business and understands our finance needs? Um, unless you're running quite a large business these days and you fall into the, the larger corporate banking uh, level of relationships, very few of us have that kind of relationship with our bank anymore. Um But what about the tens of thousands of smaller businesses? Um, SMEs in the UK account for 99% of all private sector businesses. Mm. They account for something like two-thirds of all private sector employment and half of all revenue generated in the private sector. Mm. And there are, in in East Anglia alone, there are uh, 250,000 roughly um, small businesses, about 50,000 of those here in Suffolk. Um, So there's really a paradox here, I think. 
Um, on the one hand, it's not surprising when we, we hear SMEs described as the lifeblood or the backbone of the, of the UK economy, and yet they really struggle to obtain finance. Mm. So our job at Clear Idea Finance, our mission, if you like, is to try to demystify the world of commercial finance. Our role is to help business owners and entrepreneurs navigate the often very complex maze um, of commercial finance and ultimately try to provide them with the finance they need on the best possible terms. So what's the secret for that? Well, I mentioned that the traditional branch-based banking system has disappeared. Um, Instead, what we have today is a highly fragmented market. Many people that I speak to are very surprised when I tell them that there are more than 300 uh, lending institutions in the UK. Most of us, I think, are probably aware of the high street banks, the building societies, maybe a handful of the newer challenger online digital banks. Um, But there are hundreds of different lenders and they don't have branch networks sometimes they very often they operate out of a single office in one location with a fairly small staff and yet they're able to cover um, the whole of the UK market Um, but most people don't know who they are or what they do and the truth is they all do different things. They all specialize in different products. Some of them will only lend on property. Some will only do asset finance, vehicles, invoice finance, acquisition finance, unsecured business loans. So it's very rare these days to find a single bank or lender who will provide every type of commercial finance product. But for every commercial finance product out there, and there are dozens, um, there will always be at least one lender who will be able to do it. The challenge, of course, is for clients to figure out, A, which is the best product for them and their situation and their business, and then to match that with the right lender who can deliver the finance that they need on attractive terms. Mm. And what are the most common mistakes that you see businesses make in terms of their finances? Um, Well, I'm not sure I'd call it a mistake, but one of the things that we often find uh, is that when clients come to us, they've often hit a brick wall. They've tried to go through a process, got stuck. Usually what that means is they've spoken to their bank. Um, Now, I used to work for Barclays, so I don't have anything against high street banks. Um, But nevertheless, if you're running a business, it is very difficult. We Mm. do very little business with the high street banks. We do do business with them. But actually, we get quite a lot of business from the high street banks who want to look after their clients. They want to help them. But because the banks are very tightly regulated, they're quite strict in their underwriting um, criteria and their appetite to lend. But they obviously want to help their clients. So often they'll pass the client to us because we can we have access to uh, a lot of smaller specialist lenders that are more flexible with what they can and can't do. Mm. And what advice can you give to business owners who are considering applying for commercial finance? I think my my major piece of advice, whether it's a business owner, an entrepreneur, a property investor, property developer, is don't be afraid to ask for help. Go to a commercial finance advisor or broker. Um, most good 
finance advisors will not charge anything for an initial conversation. We certainly don't. I'm happy to speak to people as often, as many times, and as regularly as they like. Um, so send an email. Uh, I'm at richard at clearideafinance.com. Um, make a phone call. Tell us a little bit about your business, about your history, where you are in the process, what kind of finance you think you need. Um, I believe um, firmly that this is a people business and we all prefer to deal with people that we trust, that we get on well with. Um, And I think that's very important in the world of commercial finance. These These can be quite complicated transactions. They can take... In some cases, weeks or even months. Um, I had a transaction close this week, which started in June of last year. So, you know, that's almost a year. Um, You get to know a client very well and vice versa. So I think it's really important. You know, this isn't a pure transactional relationship. This is very much an advisory business. Um, And so I think it's really important that, people and clients, business owners work with somebody that not only has the technical expertise and the experience and the market knowledge of which lender is the right one, which lenders are the right ones to approach uh, at the start of a process. But it's also important to have that personal connection. It's about finding a trusted advisor, a safe pair of hands that you feel comfortable dealing with. Um, And it shouldn't be about fees. Um, Yes, there will be a fee to pay. I I would argue, in our case, a modest fee um, upon a successful completion of a transaction. But a good commercial finance advisor can often save multiples of a fee in terms of finance costs. And and to give you an example, um, we recently were able to save a client over £100,000 in finance costs over a five-year period Mm. um, because we found a lender prepared to provide the loan at a much lower interest rate than was being offered elsewhere. So in that situation, while the client did pay us a 1% fee on a a loan size um, of almost a million pounds, we were able to save the client almost 10 times that in finance costs, which clearly they were delighted with. (laughs) And is there anything that business owners can do to make themselves more eligible for a business loan or for like a more successful finance application? Yes, there's plenty um, that they can do. Um, Again, I would start by saying don't be afraid to ask for help. Um, A good commercial finance advisor will know how to present your business, uh, a client's business needs, what they need the finance for um, in the best possible way to potential lenders. That's what we call packaging a case. So we know what information they need to see, what form they need to see it in, what kind of documents we need for a particular transaction. Sometimes we'll need things like um, a a financial projection of how the business will look going forward. That's particularly uh, relevant for things like acquisition finance, where where a lender needs to understand what the future uh, organization looks like. Mm. 
Um, ultimately, though, our role is to make the process as efficient as possible and as pain-free as we possibly can for the client. Um, ultimately, that means identifying which lender or lenders to approach, how to package the case and make it as convincing and compelling to those lenders. And what do you think is the best type of loan for a small to medium-sized business? Well, um, there isn't a one-size-fits-all approach here. Um, as I've explained, the commercial finance market is highly fragmented. Uh, and there's a huge universe of lenders all providing different finance products. Um, and it's not just the lender universe that's diverse. Every client, of course, is different. Every business is unique. They all have their own um, uh, customized approach to every situation. And I think that's the big difference between the commercial finance world and the personal finance world. If we think about, um, I don't know, price comparison sites for things like a mortgage, you know, if somebody's looking to buy a house and wants a mortgage loan, car insurance, I did it recently for my own car, you go onto a website, you put in a few details and you immediately get some quotes. That's all well and good in the world of personal financial products. Commercial finance is totally different. It's completely customized. Um, it, it's a unique, tailored approach to every situation. Um, and that's where the value added, I would say, comes in from a commercial finance advisor because it is a bespoke, it is an individual, uh, individually tailored approach that's needed um, for every situation. Okay, great. And how do you think COVID has changed the future of the business finance landscape? Um, well, as I said before, um, the pandemic clearly had uh, a huge impact, caused huge disruption and stress to um, countless businesses across the country. Um, and I think we'll continue to see those effects for some time to come. Mm -hmm. um, it also affected appetite from lenders um, to provide finance. We saw some lenders disappear completely. We saw um, some lenders tighten their uh, lending criteria. They eliminated some products from their product offering. They withdrew from certain sectors in the market. Um, and we're coming out of that and gradually things are returning to normal, I think. Um, I think the main message is there is still definitely appetite to lend. Uh, and as time moves on, I think we seem to be going back more to pre-pandemic levels of, of lending and, and appetite. Um, I think the other thing to say is that where one business sees a challenge, another one sees an opportunity. Um, so ultimately, nothing happens. Business and business finance is a perpetual um, merry-go-round. Um, businesses, entrepreneurs, property investors, property developers will always see opportunities um, and they'll always therefore need finance um, and there'll always be lenders willing to provide it. Hmm. And what would your advice be to startups that are looking to raise finance for their businesses? Okay. Um, startup finance is almost its own dedicated sector. Um, most of the 300 or more banks and financial institutions that I refer to, very few of them actually will provide funding to startup businesses. Um, why is that? Well, because they're risky. Um, 
we've all seen numbers, percentages fail, that talk about failure rates for SMEs and, you know, these eye-wateringly high failure rates within 12 months, mm. um, maybe 20%, maybe 30%, whatever the number is, um, there is a high failure rate o- over a period of a few years among new businesses. And therefore, there is little appetite uh, from most mainstream lenders to support them. Um, Whenever we get those kind of inquiries, we generally will refer clients to the government's startup loan scheme, uh, which is on the government, the gov.uk website. Uh, If you Google startup loan scheme, you'll see it. Uh, And that scheme essentially works as as an unsecured um, personal loan to a business owner. And I think it's available up to £25,000. The interest rates are quite attractive. I think I think 6% is the fixed rate on that up to five years. So it's not a huge amount of money, but for us, for a brand new startup, or I think it's available for businesses that are up to three years old, um, that funding is available. Okay, great. Well, thanks so much for coming on today. It's been really great to have you on. Pleasure. That's great. And for all you guys at home, if you did enjoy this episode, please don't forget to like, share and subscribe and we'll see you next time.